Welcome to another Ember Weekend. I'm Jonathan Jackson. And I'm Chase McCarthy. We do newsy stuff, and sometimes we do our own stuff, which I think this episode is primarily going to be talking about some of the stuff we did over the last week to the blog. But we're broadcasting from a bunch of different places. You're in Round Rock? Yep, Texas. Yes! Okay, I got it right. Sweet. All right, I feel good. I feel good about that. So, you know, there actually is, like, a, a Round Rock here. That's, like, why they call it that. Like, the, oh, is that the true? center of, like, the old Round Rock city, yeah. Oh, interesting, interesting. I'm assuming it's, like, a meteor or something that crashed. And, like, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I like, that's in my head. That's what I'm picturing. Oh, it's like a, it's like a perfectly spherical meteor that... Yeah, has- like, a, like a monolith-style, like, but, like, in a sphere. Like, sitting ah. in, the, in the middle of the city. I see, I see. I'm not so sure about that, man. You should go and check it out, though, and report back to us. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'm in Providence. This is episode 102. I guess we're going to dive into talking about some of the blog stuff that we've been working on. So fans of the podcast, basically a, l- a long time ago, we talked about doing a series of things where we had a blog mounted that would consume an, an, an another blog that we were writing to called TIL, or T- Today I Learned, which is a really cool hash rocket project. We were posting there, and then basically our Ember app was just going there in an adapter, I believe, and like reaching out and saying, "Hey, go give me the give me this content, and I'm gonna play, you know, put it on our page." Uh, and it ended up looking really cool, and it was really fun to work on. But I don't think we actually ended up doing it for much more than a few months. Yeah, I mean, it was like something like maybe five months, like 2015 to the early 2016. Right, yeah. And basically, uh, we're just at a point where now we want to blog maybe a little bit longer form content. So we started looking into Ghost. So uh, Chase, do you want to talk about uh, some of the cool things about Ghost and how you ended up setting it up? Yeah, well, the, the first thing about Ghost is that it's it's actually an Ember app, which is pretty cool because the the way you extend it is you can like go into the content folder of the theme you're using and mess with the files. It's kind of like I, I picture it kind of like Devise, where you know you get like a default, and then when you want to actually uh, mess with something, there's a lot of override points to like create a file, and you know it'll it'll now pick up those themes, or you can go in and edit the default ones, which we, you know we're, we're planning on doing some work in there, but kind of probably going to say pretty much what it is right now because it's it's very clean. Like the the default Casper theme is very nice, and I mean you you actually if you see it, you'll you recognize a lot of people's blogs are. Are doing this, and yeah, so there's a lot of cool things you get out of the box with that too. One of the things that it comes pre-installed with the AMP add-on, so your blog posts have a slash AMP appended to the URL, and they'll render as AMP, which is like ridiculously fast. Yeah, I was actually pretty impressed with how how fast that was, and that, I mean that was just a drop-in kind of thing, right? Yeah, it, we'll talk about it in a second. We did run into some issues with it, but we ended up fixing it, and that was because of around the Nginx and the, how we're mounting it to our existing app. And then the other thing I turned on, which is just like a one-click button in the settings, is there's a mailing list now. And that's just basically, a, it comes in as like a subscribers list, like just an email list, and then you have to export it to whatever provider you have. So there's no real integration right now. But like I said, it is completely customizable, like the theme-wise. So you could like have it post to wherever you wanted to. You could do some work to, to, to make it act like, uh, or make it integrate with MailChimp or something. Right, right. Yeah, I really dig that. Um, I, I know we had talked years ago now about making a mailing list for Ember Weekend because it's kind of the best way to get curated content from our stuff to listeners in a way that's not really intrusive. And yeah, we're thinking, um, so the mailing, uh, the mailing subscription box is at the bottom of the blog, uh, which we'll be linking to. And if you add that, we're going to probably, I, I don't know how many blog posts we'll have to release before we have a, a, an email. But we're thinking some somewhere we're going to calibrate it to get 
to about monthly monthly emails. So it'd be a monthly like curated list of our blogs and maybe even uh, some links to our podcast when it's relevant. Basically, the idea is pretty sound. I, I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, so uh, we definitely need to talk about some of the constraints of the blog, a new blog. One of them is that we have an existing blog and we have other websites that point to our links. So we really couldn't have those links go dead or silent. So it wasn't like we could just clobber all of slash blog and just you know go from there. So um, Chase, you used the one-click ghost setup, which we're going to link to. I mean, you can talk about that because I think you did that um, kind of before I jumped in on this. But we also had to modify, uh, I think we had to modify that package to include Nginx so we can have redirect rules. So that basically if you come to our website from a, an old link, we could redirect you to the new blog with the new content. And that involved porting over a bunch of the posts from, uh, like mo- almost all of my posts were from October 2015, which is uh, really funny. <laughs> yeah, you got really active with like mi- microblogging. Yeah, it was, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'll microblog about that. And then, and then it's like like I, like I burn out in like a month. So hopefully <laughs> we'll do like slower releases and a little bit more polished content and it won't go the same way. Anyways, uh, could you talk about the one-click ghost setup? Uh, I know that's something that was pretty neat and we definitely want to point people to. Yeah, so the repo we used was by Kobe Chapel, who's a designer at GitHub. And he used a feature of uh, Heroku now, which is this like one-button deploy. And basically, I think this is pretty much a standard Ghost repo that you would just deploy. But he added a file in it called app.json. And that just has some configuration. And it tells Heroku to set up an app like this for you. So you click on the button, and then Heroku just says, oh, cool, you're logged in give us some parameters and we're going to set this exact app up for you. And so like the couple things you have to specify in here are like the add-ons. So he uses Postgres and then he uses Mailgun to send emails for like when you invite somebody to the team or something. I don't think that actually has integration with subscribers. It's more about just the sending emails for like notifications like I forgot my password. And then there's a whole list of like environment variables that are, he provides default values that are like placeholders and you have to fill in a lot of like your S3 keys for assets and things like that. And then and then set up. It's like really fast. So this is a really good way to get started with Ghost, I think. But the the thing that we um, kind of ran into with this was that we don't want just Ghost to exist as a standalone blog. We didn't want to have like, you know, emberweekendblog.com or something or blog, even, even blog.emberweekend.com. We actually wanted it mounted as like slash blog. So we want emberweekend.com slash blog. That's kind of for SEO purposes. There's like a bunch of like, weird witchcraft around that being better than than blog dot. And so, you know, I just wanted to see if we could mount Ghost this way. And the best way to do that, like when you Google this as a, you know, if this was not a Heroku build, if this was not, you know, this, this one-click Heroku install, they're like, yeah, just put Nginx in front of it. But that seems a little harder for, you know, a Heroku app, unless you have like two Heroku apps spun up, and one pointing to the other or something. But I really wanted them running on the same machine. So luckily, there are a bunch of Heroku Nginx build, Nginx build packs. But they all seem to be based off the same like one person's build pack from like 2013. And they just kind of slowly modified it to like update to like newer like Heroku dinos and newer versions of Nginx. And they have different kind of 
ways of how they build Nginx uh, for you, depending on the dyno. Like some some build them once and then let you flip a flag to say don't ever build it again, and some just build it every time. Which I wish we had figured out how to get that to work because debugging Nginx is tricky. Oh yeah, the one the one we end up going with is not the one from Heroku because that one hasn't been updated in a while, and we couldn't get to actually like like work. We we're sure we were probably doing something wrong, but I had already like tried out this other one that has that's been updated fairly recently. It does have like a, a little bit older of an Nginx version, but it, it builds it as when you push it, which does increase the deploy time. But I don't think we're going to be deploying the blog that much because most, you know, all the blog content is in the database. The only time we have to deploy it is when we want to deploy theme changes. So, you know, we don't really care that it takes two minutes to push. The next little bit of work we had to do now that you know, we've, we've got this installed and we've got Nginx in front of it, we now have to configure it to be at slash blog. The first thing you do is if, if you go into Ghost, Ghost has a setting called URL, and you say, hey, the URL you're at is you know, like emberweekend.com slash blog, and it will make all of its links l- look like that. So if you link to a blog post, it'll be like emberweekend.com slash, and then like we have the date, so it'll be like year, month, day, slash, and then the slug of the post. But that just changes the links. It doesn't actually change where any of the content is. So if you go to that URL, it breaks. It's a 404. And the assets that are now being requested from slash blog they're not there. They're at the root. So you you have to have Nginx in front of it, intercepting the slash blog requests and giving the content for your slash. So slash star, you know, so slash assets, CSS, something. And so the, the rules we end up coming up with are just basically that. They're just a rule that says if you request something from slash blog, you know, give them something, like rewrite it and give them the thing that's that slash the same thing. Right. So yeah, that brings me to a kind of a complaint here. And it's probably just because I don't have a whole lot of uh, DevOps background. I don't think necessarily it's called DevOps anymore, but basically I haven't really configured an Nginx server since like 2012 or something. A long time, been been a while (laughs) uh, because I've been mostly working with teams that have either established deployments or dedicated team members to, to work with on that. So this is the first time I've kind of dove back in for a while, and we ran into all these kinds of trouble uh, with configuring uh, Nginx and the location rules for the old blog posts and even getting Slash to work correctly to redirect the, the blog. The the whole like location rewrite and redirects and all that stuff. It was really cool. The documentation is excellent in Nginx. I really enjoyed that, but it is very cryptic, and it's like a big configuration file, so I think there's a lot of... Uh, it was a really good experience to like dive into that and and see like see it more clearly now than I did when I was doing you know copy copy pasta configuration um, <laughs> years back. Right. So this was a, this was a lot of fun, but yeah, we ended up. Uh, that's why I was complaining about the time it takes to build Nginx because basically we would like make a small change to the to the Nginx conf and then deploy, and we'd wait two minutes. And then we'd make a small change, and then deploy, and wait two minutes. And it ended up being, uh, and Chase, you found this out, that you nest the locations, location rules. And if you don't do that, some weird stuff happens. And I think in our case, it would end up, it ended up 404-ing because we were rewriting the URL, and then it was falling through and not being matched by any rules. So it's just like, hey, we don't know what this is. Like, you just gave me a URL. So what ended up happening with ours, the nesting was kind of just a way I used to clean it up. Because what what we had to do, we had a lot of duplication because we had multiple places with like kind of endpoints where we'd say, okay, now we know where you want to go. We're going to proxy pass it through to the actual Ghost server that's listening on this Unix socket. And we ended up duplicating two blocks of it, one at root and one at slash blog. And so basically the nesting allows you to get rid of that because you say first catch root 
and then catch inside of it, catch like slash blog. So all the old posts, we have like rules for those to like forward them to the new ones. And then at the very end, it says now actually proxy pass like one time. So the the thing that hung us up for like hours, like literally like three hours, ended up being a single slash at the end of <laughs> of, of the post. That's right. And, That's awesome. and the deal is that like uh, Ghost has, uh, they put slashes at the end of the blog name. So uh, the, the blog post like doesn't end, you know, with just like the, the slug, it ends with a slash. And what was happening is if you didn't have the slash, it was like, it was 404-ing. And the, which is weird because it shouldn't, I've got to look into why, but uh, but you can actually see that what ended up helping you, helping me debug it was uh, that you can see the output of Nginx. Like you can see what came in and what, what URL it tried to go to. And then you can see the the status code of like, oh, it 404. And when it does that, then Nginx goes, oh, crap, you know, you're not on the right thing. And it, and it like does like a redirect. It, it's really weird. It's um, we weren't actually hitting the rule we thought we were hitting because we were doing a rewrite with a last, which shouldn't have shouldn't have redirected, shouldn't have done like a permanent redirect, should have just fallen through to the next the next one. And it wasn't and was like driving us just crazy trying to figure out why. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, in the in the end, it's like you just kind of mutate it and like massage it until you're like, okay, everything works. Just step away slowly. <laughs> yeah, which which is a, a part of the thing that I think we're kind of aiming for with our side projects, or not side projects, our our infrastructure around the Ember Weekend stuff, is to have a place where y'all can go and look and see at least what we hope is somewhat canonical repositories. So I think Ember Weekend's front end is pretty decent Ember code. I chase you have to test to the to the back end with the elixir stuff. I know Gall has been working on it pretty hard. Yeah. It's probably not the best elixir, but it but it's it's something and it generates it generates JSON API. So that's kind of neat. And then we have the Ember Fastboot server, which is actually a really simple little server thing. Uh, Ember Fastboot's pretty straightforward. Ember Fastboot. And now we have the blog, but we have this blog integration which is probably really common. So if you have an existing app or even an older code base that has a slash blog or something like that, you could probably look at these Nginx things that we've been doing. And most of the things are copy copy and pasteable because it's, you know, slash blog. It's very common use cases. So it's a decent place to look at if you're trying to like add a, you know, a vanilla ghost blog to your to your existing app. So basically we've we've put all these things on an org for Ember-weekend on GitHub. And uh, I think we also have a few others. Um, I think we have our training application, which is a little email client. And what else do we have? We have the admin panel now as well. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it, there's a lot of things. That, I mean, I, 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 look, I look at it like uh, there's the actual front end, Ember Weekend front end, there's the API, there's the admin panel, and there's the blog. The Fastboot app server is like a separate piece of the Ember Weekend front end because it does have to do some proxying. Like we do, it's it's custom. It's not like, uh, I mean, there's like three rules maybe for like, one, it proxies the feed from the API. So like when you click the feed, it looks like it's coming from the front end, but it's actually coming from the API. And it also now proxies all the blog stuff. Right, yeah. And I mean, that, that's just a simple express server too. So it's not it's not overly complicated. Yeah, it's really simple. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's funny. It's funny. Um, we're not sponsored by Heroku, but we do pay Heroku like for four dinos or something like that. How many, because each one of those services is running on Heroku, right? Yeah, I think we're like anti-sponsored. Like we're yeah. like uh, we paid them. Like <laughs> yeah, but it, they do make it easy, and uh, it's it's kind of funny how this uh, the infrastructure around Ember Weekend has kind of exploded uh, as we kind of find how we want to do deployments and have things be inter- how how we want the interplay to work. 
So so definitely check out that org. That's kind of what I was driving at, is that you should check out the Ember-Weekend Ember org. There's a lot of examples on acceptance tests in the mail app and the uh, Ember Weekend front end to a lesser extent. I think pretty soon we're going to be working on extracting the audio player into a Glimmer component. So I think that's on my to-do list at least. And there's good Elixir examples there if you're looking to do a backend with JSON API in Elixir. And there's a whole lot of other stuff. We try to make that a decent place for looking around and seeing examples. So be sure to check that out. And uh, I guess that kind of neatly brings us into our next thing. The blog, now that we have it deployed and ready to go, it's actually on live. I've actually wrote a little blog post to kick it off. It's basically about upgrading Ember CLI and doing a GitHub diff against the output of Ember-CLI slash Ember-new-output, which is the repository that has a tag release for every version of Ember CLI. And there's this nice view you can get. And another tip about using Yard Upgrade Interactive. And we'll link to that blog in the show notes. And I think it'll be pretty cool, but you can actually go there and check out the new blog. It's kind of funny that our timestamps for released blogs is like 2015, uh, like the URLs are like 2015, October, whatever, whatever. And then it's like two-year gap and then 2017. <laughs> I think I think we did get one in 2016. It had to have been yours. Um, I think you yeah, kept I think with the it. Yeah, Postgres one. Yeah, it was like January of 2016. So we didn't skip an entire year. <laughs> That's, I think that is not true. I think we did skip an entire like uh, calendar year. No, no, no. But we hit the number, so it counts. Yeah, 2016 is here. Oh, okay. Yes, I know it counts. It counts. We, so we have one in that year, so we're good. Definitely check out the blog and let us know what you think. Check out the mailing list. And if you find any cool tips or tricks around Ghost, let us know. Or if you're curious about deploying your own blog, uh, reach out to us on the Topic Ember Weekend Slack channel. Thanks for sticking with us through the end. I'm Jonathan Jackson. And I'm Chase McCarthy. And if you want to follow along, you can reach out to us at the Topic-Emberweekend uh, Slack channel on the Ember.js community Slack. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Ember Weekend, all one word. Or if you want to do the direct RSS feed, you can check out emberweekend.com slash feed.xml. There's other ways now. I guess you could now subscribe you to our blog. blog post. Yeah, you can, you can do all the things. Uh, I really love the tagline of the, the blog post. So let us know what you think about that. It's like a podcast, but for your eyes. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week.